Hey, it's Friday, April 15th, 2022. We've got amazing stories on the feds returning over a million dollars to a cannabis company, legislation introduced that's called the inevitable end to cannabis prohibition, a popular chain restaurant has some 420 food for you, and a story on the Easter Bunny and weed. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The Southern California newspaper, Orange County Register, has reported on a very intriguing story about the U.S. government returning over a million dollars to an armored car company who is transporting cash for a licensed cannabis company. On Wednesday of this week, the U.S. Department of Justice confirmed that it will be giving back $1.1 million to Imperial Logistics Armored Car Company for funds that were seized in November of 2021. As the result of the settlement, Imperial has agreed to drop their federal lawsuit against the Justice Department, the FBI, and the DEA. The story's not over, though. Imperial still has an active lawsuit against the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, who were the ones who actually conducted the cash seizure. Imperial's lawsuit against the Sheriff's Department alleges that San Bernardino officers engaged in highway robbery by illegally seizing cash that they knew came from state legal marijuana businesses. According to the lawsuit, within a period of eight weeks, San Bernardino County Sheriff deputies stopped three Imperial armored vehicles carrying cash belonging to state-licensed marijuana businesses. They seized a combined total of about $1 million from two of those stops. The vehicles were pulled over on flimsy pretexts that did not result in citations or arrest. According to the copy of search warrant obtained by the Southern California News Group, The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department claims that it was entitled to seize cash because there was probable cause to believe a felony had been committed. Dan Albin, a senior attorney for the Institute for Justice, which is a Virginia-based law firm representing Imperial Logistics, said that the Sheriff's Department has not turned over a probable cause affidavit for the search detailing the suspected felony. Alvin said that the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department and the federal government were attempting to exploit the conflict between state and federal laws that are governing marijuana to their advantage. Alvin said, neither one has independent authority to seize state legal medical cannabis proceeds. He added, the sheriff can't go after state legal businesses and the feds aren't allowed to expend federal funds disrupting the state legal medical cannabis industry. So they're each trying to bootstrap their way around the laws that govern them. None of it makes sense, but they think they'll confuse their way to validity. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department leads the Inland Regional Narcotics Enforcement Team, which also includes state and federal agencies such as the DEA and the FBI, according to Albin. Through the U.S. Department of Justice's Equitable Sharing Program, the Sheriff Department's participation in this program enables it to receive up to 80% of the proceeds recovered from civil forfeitures. Since 2016, This group has obtained nearly $18 million in equitable sharing funds, according to the Department of Justice. Albin also said, The Sheriff's Department was just waiting for the armored vehicles to go by. That's not what law enforcement should be doing. It should be focused on preventing crime, not generating revenue. He added, If the Sheriff were actually concerned about illegal activity by cannabis dispensaries, he'd be investigating them, get a warrant, and then raid them and shut them down. 
He would not wait on the side of the road to rob armored vehicles taking bank deposits to financial institutions. These seizures do nothing to prevent any alleged illegal grow operations. They only serve to put more money in the coffers of his department. According to their lawsuit, on November 16, 2021, San Bernardino County Sheriff's Deputy Jonathan Franco conducted a traffic stop of an Imperial vehicle for allegedly driving too close to a semi-truck on the freeway. They state that Officer Franco first asked the Imperial driver what the vehicle was transporting, and after learning it was carrying cash, he inquired further about the nature of Imperial's business. That same group of deputies that were purportedly including Franco seized 350000 from another Imperial vehicle on December 9th without obtaining a search warrant, says the lawsuit. As the deputies counted the money inside the vehicle, one officer seemed disappointed, saying, this is, uh, more small, apparently comparing the amount of cash to that seized during the previous traffic stop, according to the complaint. The San Bernardino sheriff has wrote on his Facebook and Twitter and said, over 80% of marijuana at dispensaries was grown illegally. However, when asked about it, the sheriff's department did not respond to requests to provide evidence backing the claim of more than 80% of marijuana at dispensaries is grown illegally. And it's unclear how he arrived at this statistic. Sheriff Discus also described Imperial's lawsuit as a blatant attempt to interfere with ongoing local criminal investigations. But when asked, the sheriff's department did not provide details on the investigations with which Imperial is purported to have interfered. So it is interesting that the Justice Department, the FBI, and the DEA all made a deal for them to drop this lawsuit. But the lawsuit against the Sheriff's Department is still sticking. Imperial CEO Deirdre O'Gorman spoke about the necessary service that her company provides to an industry which is forced to deal in cash thanks to the lack of government help. She said, Our service increases transparency and makes communities feel safer. Imperial is committed to continuing our mission of working with financial institutions and their state legal business customers. This will be a fascinating case to watch and see what happens in court. Representatives from the United States Congress agree that the federal legalization of cannabis is very close. On April 14th, three congressmen introduced bipartisan legislation which will serve as preparation for what they called the inevitable end to federal cannabis prohibition. The bill is being sponsored by Congressman Dave Joyce of Ohio, Hakeem Jeffries of New York, and Brian Mast of Florida. Their proposal is called the PREPARE Act, which stands for Preparing Regulators Effectively for a Post-Prohibition Adult Use Regulated Environment. The PREPARE Act would establish a commission to set up a regulatory framework for cannabis, This would be done similarly to the government's alcohol regulation, with respect to each state's individual needs, rights, and laws. The commission would also address social equity, research, training, banking, and industry protection concerns, such as cross-pollination prevention efforts. Their goal is to have the framework completed and presented to Congress within one year. Justin Striegel of Better Organizing to Win Legalization said, It's critical that Congress thoughtfully prepare to regulate the rapidly growing legal consumer marketplace, especially now that the House has twice taken action on the criminalization of cannabis, both times with components to facilitate record expungement and allow the SBA to serve small businesses with the MORE Act, how to properly and efficiently address labeling, advertising, licensing, public health concerns, and other post-prohibition regulatory aspects are crucial components that have yet to be addressed in a bipartisan way, and the PREPARE Act could be the vehicle to do just that. 
Whether or not this bill does make it all the way through to legislation, it's very exciting to see that congressmen think of this as the inevitable end of cannabis prohibition. The popular food chain Wingstop has issued a press release saying that they want to honor their cannabis-loving fans and fulfill their need for munchies. So they've created a 420-inspired, limited-time flavor that they call Blazed and Glazed. It's described as smoky and herbal, and it's made from hemp seeds, terpenes, strawberry, and cayenne pepper. They designed the flavor to capture the herbal notes of the holiday and to produce a mouth-tingling sensation, but the flavor won't actually get you high. Wingstop's Blazed and Glazed flavor is available on their restaurants nationwide starting April 18th through April 22nd, or while supplies last. Wingstop's food truck will also be bringing their flavor to 420 celebrations at Hippie Hill in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park on April 20th. More information can be found at wingstop.com. According to testimony presented to a Utah state panel, Special Agent Matt Fairbanks, an agent of the DEA, testified that at some illegal marijuana grow sites in Utah, he says that he saw rabbits that had cultivated a taste for marijuana. He continued, One of them refused to leave us, and we took all the marijuana around him, but his natural instincts to run were somehow gone. So there we have it, straight from the DEA. Rabbits on marijuana in nature might end up too stoned to run away from potential hazards as they normally would. However, that probably isn't actually true. According to Juliana Carella, the CEO of Antidolores and Treatables, a company that produces medical edibles for pets, unless rabbits have learned how to use fire, they aren't going to be getting high. It's simple chemistry. In the living plant, the cannabinoid THC is in its acid form, known as THCA. This compound isn't psychoactive until it goes through a process called decarboxylation. This occurs with heat exposure. Since rabbits would eat the living plant, they wouldn't be in any danger of experiencing euphoria or any results caused by the psychoactive nature of Delta-9-THC. And according to an ASPCA document on marijuana toxicity in animals, it's better absorbed orally if fat is injected with it. When THC is absorbed, it's then distributed to the lipid layers of the body fat, liver, kidney, and brain. In other words, the rabbits could get stoned if they ate something fatty along with the weed, but that's not very likely on a plant-based rabbit diet. In all serious though, don't try to get your bunnies high. Rabbits are very sensitive creatures with tiny lungs and they should not be subjected to inhaling smoke as it can quickly harm their lungs. There's no benefit to getting your rabbit high and you'd be risking its health, if not its life, and likely breaking animal abuse laws by trying. There's no marijuana prescription for rabbits. So no, the Easter bunny doesn't like weed. But you can enjoy it. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.